Welcome to Youth 412 Connection Podcast. In a current world of negative influences and uncertainty that youth are dealing with, Y412 Connection's goal is to help them establish a positive foundation for building faith, character, morals, values, and positive behavior in young people that will help them grow in their life. We are reaching out to the youth and are making connections to help empower them by providing them with resources and programs that will help develop them and help them become positive and productive individuals. This podcast is one way that we help empower youth by engaging them through conversations on how they see life, their experiences and what they deal with as youth as well as how they are making an impact and or helping to influence or serve other youth or community. Now let's go to this week's guest on Youth 412 Connection Podcast and your host. Hello, I want to welcome all our listeners to our very first episode of Youth 412 Connection Podcast. I am your host, Sal Mendes, and I want to welcome each and every one of you that are joining us right now. Like I said, we are just launching our very first podcast right now, so I'm so excited, grateful, because I believe that this is much needed to be able to help youth that are maybe dealing with certain things or maybe have something that they want to talk about, especially with the way the pandemic has been. A lot of things have changed, and I know that a lot of kids before the pandemic were having trouble with maybe a lot of issues, but now since they were quarantined or they couldn't see their friends or they they couldn't go to church or they couldn't go to school, it's just affected them in a whole different way. So I want to get their perspective. I want to see where they're at or what they're thinking or how this has really impacted them in their lives or maybe to share what they're doing, how they're impacting the community, because I know there's a lot of youth that have and are doing something. Even though they may be young, they're still making a difference in their community somehow or another, either through ministry or either through you know some organization, whatever the case may be. But I want them to be able to have a voice for them to be able to, you know, even if they need to vent out. I mean, sometimes youth are holding on to a lot of stuff that they wish they can just, you know, vent out and let people know this is what I'm dealing with. Or if maybe this, they want to encourage youth. That's what we're about, wanting to be able to empower youth and whatever it is that maybe they're dealing with or some of the things that they have learned that they want to be able to share with other youth to encourage them to do what maybe they're called to do. And that's what we're about here. So today I have with me two individuals that I met at one of our Bridging the Gap meetings. Um, they were there and I started talking to them and their mom and I, I come to find out what they're doing and they're making such a big impact on the community. So I want to really get their opinion or their voice or their comment, whatever it is that you want to talk about. But I really wanted them to share with our listeners what they're doing. And I'm thankful to have Felicia with us here today and I also have Liz here with them and they're sisters and so I want them to share a little bit about you know what they're doing because I think they're really doing something great with the community and they're very young I think you're one of them is 18 and the other one just is 21 25 25 I'm sorry you look 21 <laughs> but thank you so much for being here say hello to the yes. people that are listening right now Hi. Thank Hi. You, for us. you know I met you what, about a month ago at one of our Bridging the Gap meetings. And so I, I really loved your story about what you were doing. First of all, let me know a little bit about you. I mean, whatever you want to say, What if you went to school or some of your hobbies. I don't know. What do you like to do? Uh, teenagers love to eat. I know that. That's a hobby for some. But what what is it that you really enjoy doing? What What are some of the things? Anyone you sing, tell me. Let me know. Um, well, it's Felicia here. I help my mom with the ministry as far as taking like snacks and meals out to the homeless also like men's homes here in the city or in Austin like we're going later today it's really 
Hard? Nice to see. Oh, no, no, hard. it's really, it's really fulfilling to see other people notice that others, like myself mm-hmm. in the ministry, are really do care about you know, like the less fortunate. Like right. we can't just drive by and expect them to do for themselves. But some people actually have a story behind what they've gone through, and they're just too embarrassed to say anything because it's just so tragic. So it's just nice to see that we can uplift spirits and pray for them and let them know that they're loved and people care about them. So that's what that's what I do with my mom. So it's nice. So, so you are, I know you're going out there and actually being able, the ministry is going out and feeding the hungry. Yes. And it doesn't have any boundaries and wherever there's a need is what you're, you're willing to go and serve. And, and like you said, and I think sometimes people forget really, right, that every person that's out on the street has a story. It wasn't that all of a sudden they were just there in the street. I mean, if you really, I don't know if anybody's ever gone and served, you know, feed the homeless or gone out and and done outreach. But when you get to listen to somebody's story, you realize these people are human beings, right? They, they They have families. Some people had jobs. Some people had careers. But for whatever reason, you know, something happened that, you know, put them into that situation where they're at homeless. I know people don't realize that because I know that, if you're not doing it, you don't know. But I think, right. first of all, thank you for what you do because I know it, it's, it's a lot of hard work. I've seen y'all work, especially when we have the food distribution. A couple of weeks back, you guys were here and you were just loading and unloading and, and those are heavy boxes of food. Mm-hmm. And so I think it helps you. Again, I'm, we were talking about earlier about the pandemic, right? How things have happened, how things have changed. As far as you, how has it impacted you? I mean, what is it that you see or you felt or that has changed or changed you or I don't know I mean what what is it can you elaborate a little bit on that um what's changed me especially coming to other ministries such as this place mm-hmm. you see everybody come together for the same vision of just wanting to show the less for like less fortunate people that actually want to see you doing better and whenever they see that that's the goal from us just to see them happy or doing better from day to day they it gives them some hope that they want to change that there is going to be a better life if they make better decisions just seeing everybody come together for that is just a great feeling right. just to know that other people do care about people who can't do you know how people do things only because the other could do something in return well, this isn't even like that. This is all just love. Right. And it's it, just, it's great to be around that. It's kind of like, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Sometimes people do something because they want something back. Yeah. And realistically, that's not, you know, that's not how Jesus, when he was here, ministered. He said, let me give you. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking for anything in return. And I think a lot of people, they think, well, if I give you, I'm going to get something back. And I know our ministry, a lot of people think that way because like we say, there it is. We want to give it to you free. And they're like, they look at you kind of like, and it's sometimes it's sad because sometimes it's other churches or ministries that they think, okay, but what do you want back from us? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, mm, we don't want anything. We just want to give you this. Like, no, there's something, there's a catch, right? There, mm-hmm. Because I guess they get used to that, that people are always doing something and they're wanting something back in return, like you said. And so when you see that, when you're out there really serving the people and you realize that you're making an impact because, first of all, you're helping them. And like you said, you're trying to encourage them to maybe step out of where they're at to you know because god didn't call us to be there but i know it happens Mm -hmm. but to be able to have somebody that's going to help them especially like for me it's for the youth to help them be able to do more than what they think they can do and i think that's a great feeling because that blesses you somehow some way you see that as a blessing right right And, and so that's a great thing 
now your sister here I, I'm gonna go with her real quick because I'm curious because and this is kind of what kind of like oh, what I have to make sure that that you is that what you said because you were working right you were working and then all of a sudden you said I quit my job because <laughs> I wanted to help my mom yes so now let me know why would you do that why would you quit your job I don't know what your job was I mean I don't know if it was a good job or maybe like some people say I want to quit my job already that made it real easy for you to quit I mean I don't know what what got you to that point to say let me quit well i was a teacher at a daycare for two year olds mm -hmm. and i was there for a year and four months well i've been there for a year and four months and then the pandemic happened and we closed oh. down so i was like okay i'm just gonna wait till they open up but also i would see what my mom was doing so i was like still in the middle like do i want to help my mom or do i want to go back to work and that's mm -hmm. when i decided to go back and i was i've been there for four months and I was just there and it was already too tiring and I wanted to try something new since that's the only experience I've had. Mm. And I was like, I want to start helping my mom. She's like helping so much people. And ever since I was little, I would go with my sister downtown and we would see so much people out there like in need. And we were always like, we want to go feed them or we want to give them food. So my mom started like whenever she, I saw that she started doing all that. And I was like, I really want to start being part of that and just try out something that I never thought I could ever do or mm -hmm. come to what we are, like, like what we're doing now. Right? Yeah, like make a difference. Yeah. And ever since that, I was just there. I was ch in the bathroom changing diapers, just thinking in my head <laughs> and i was like, like i want to help diapers, but yeah. i'm like mm, yeah i get it yeah i was like i want to help my mom so that's when i talked to my boss and um it's also a church like it's her, my boss's ministry at the daycare and she understood and she's like that's good like you want to help your mom so i gave it the two weeks and then i started helping my mom we started doing everything i've been wanting to do since i since I was little, right. of course, with Felicia, we are just always just driving around like we want to help people. And now we're doing that. We're helping so many people like different mm -hmm. places. And it's just crazy how. But you, you had like, that in your heart already. Right? I yeah. mean, as you were growing up, yes. what I'm hearing is that so. you saw things. And, and again, <laughs> you know, people have to realize that kids are looking. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't care how young they are. They're looking. And if you're doing the right things, you know, that's going to influence them in a good way. Because mm -hmm. you can, you know, unfortunately, we see sometimes a lot of parents that are not doing the right thing and the kids grow up in that. And so they, they tend to kind of walk in that path that their parents walked into. Yeah. And sometimes it's not the best thing. But for you, you know, we thank God that your mom and, and your sister and your ministry that you're doing influenced you very early on. So I always tell kids, I said, hey, I don't care how old you are. If you feel that in your heart then hey move on it act on it be able to say i want to do that mm -hmm. uh, but i get it you were a little bit younger right so you can do a whole lot but <laughs> i mean how is that and, and i'm thinking right now i'm like you know the pandemic had something good to do with that because not i don't want to say that it was good because of the pandemic but i'm just saying that allowed you to really think about you know what the things that changed in your life the because of the job and everything shifted you into that yes so you, you believe that was good then yes because during the pandemic i was able to actually be with my mom while mm -hmm. she's doing things and like i would be home but i would also like sometimes go help her or just be hearing everything they're talking about what she's talking about with other people and during the pandemic also i wanted to but i also i wasn't at the point where i was like okay i want to focus with what they're doing but i also want to go to work 
But during work, I was like, no, I want to help my mom. You were like, back and forth, yeah, back and I was forth. back and forth. But towards the end, I was already like, I don't want to work anymore. I just want to help my mom and just like help different people. Right. Do a lot of things that a lot of other people aren't like. They're not willing to. Yeah. Do yeah, and, and you know, I, I seen you guys work, and believe me. Um, <laughs> It's hard for, to imagine because some of the youth, I said, like, we, we would do that. We would come and help. And a lot of us like, oh, I don't want to help. I was like, it's hard work. And I'm like, yeah, it's not for everybody. You know, it's really labor intense. <laughs> and because the boxes of food that you're carrying are heavy. But I don't think that stopped you. I don't think it was because it was work. And I think that that helps you to say, you know, I know it's work because you were already looking at it. Yeah. It wasn't like all of a sudden you jumped into it not knowing <laughs> what was going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that's I think that's a plus that... You know, the pandemic allowed you to get that time to be able to say, okay, um, I have to make a decision. And sometimes we have to make decisions. But, you know, as long as God's putting those things in our heart that whatever he allows us to do is going to be good. Yeah. And so I, I believe that's what mm. I'm hearing from you, right? Yes. That it's been good so far. I mean, if I were to ask you, what is the hardest part of ministry doing what you're doing? What would it be? Like, the how part? heavy the Yeah. How heavy. <laughs> the labor. Yeah. But we, it, it is going to so many families and that's the rewarding part like just you know if it gets heavy just ask somebody for help there's always somebody around yes we're also learning to work together with other people yes Mm -hmm. meeting you know connecting and able to go out there and make bigger events you know whatever Mm -hmm. it is just to give to help more people yeah now i know we've been talking about this i already know what you're doing i mean i know what your mom's (laughs) doing but I'm just thinking right now, why don't you let the people that are listening know what is exactly that you're doing? Because what ministry do you have? I mean, share with that with the, the listeners that don't know what the ministry is. I mean, because I already know what, what you guys are doing. Because we're talking about food, we're talking about boxes, but it's like, well, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. So what's the ministry? What First of all, what, you have a name for the ministry, right? Mm-hmm. El Shaddai Ministries. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what's the main the main purpose of El Shaddai Ministries? What, what's the main purpose of that? The main purpose is to get food on people's tables where they're less fortunate. That's the main focus, to make sure that they are fed because a lot of people don't get meals every day. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll, like, make snack bags, put boxes together. Like, um, we'll get them in bulk, like, from the ministries and um, put, like, one or two of everything in a box and take them to to the families like a care some box of them, yeah some of them are not even homeless like you don't have to be homeless to have help right. you know you should never be ashamed of help it's just people knowing that there are people out there wanting to look after the community and that's that's how the ministry started i mean that was i mean i know you weren't doing what you're doing right now so did you start like maybe with a couple of bags helping people out yeah. or how did that how did you get to the point where you're at right now uh well we would start making like sandwiches on home and then my mom was blessed with a connection out from bimbo and they gave we started to give out snacks and she'll take them to a church in eagle pass and from there she's has she has ministered to like how many churches like 48 churches 48 churches and there are so many all the photos that you wait know, wait wait hold on right now that's how many you're serving <laughs> right 48 now, churches yes right now wow. that is that is from just a couple of things that you would like bags that you started with wow, and then all this blessing with the fresh produce we just started getting blessings of fresh produce just that last week and god has just been showing out so well like so much in this and it's just 
it's great. You know, we're just we're just the vessels, and if we can put in a word to anybody that is open to hearing it, you know, knowledge from God, then we are there to speak and give more than just the food because it is a food, but it's also letting them know that the spiritual food side of it. Yes, right? yeah. And so it, you know, it just blows me away that I mean, I don't want to say that because I've seen it like where we were at from you know with nothing to what we have now but it's not surprising that God can move or do things and I always tell people this I said look God is moving right he's moving whether you move or not that's a different story because I hear a lot of people want to do this and want to do that I said but are you doing it well uh, uh, you know like uh, uh, like okay you're not moving then right so nothing's going to happen but mm-hmm. until you create that action God will take care of the rest but he wants us to move I mean sometimes yeah we have to wait on God we, we're still and wait on God but it doesn't mean like we completely stop moving, right? Because I know on, on God's appointed time, something will happen. But you guys are moving, and that's the whole thing, that because you're moving, a lot of people are being blessed by it. Like, like I didn't know it was like 48 churches that you were helping out. And that's basically just both of you and your mom? Yes. yes. And you don't even have to be getting like all this, all these things, like how I'm explaining from Bimbo and from the church. You can go to the Dollar Tree. They have food there in the aisles. You can make hot dogs. You know, you don't have to start big. Like, yes, it's big now here where we are, but anybody can do it. Like, if you have a heart for people out that don't have anything, you can do that. Or you can go to Goodwill and they have 50-cent shirts. You know, you can do a lot. Or even and make out a of small your difference. yeah, or even out of your own clothes. Like yeah, I, we donate clothes. our clothes. Your own closet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we donate our clothes to our mom and we give it to so many people we take it in mexico mm-hmm. and it does it doesn't have to be from the store it can literally right. just be from your closet something you don't use no more something you just have in your closet that you want to keep that you don't really need or yeah. shoes or just anything anything will make someone happy someone else happy mm-hmm. right because a lot yes. of times it's like i don't have it i mean i'm grateful to get what i'm getting and, and for you it's like okay i've already been blessed with this but I know God will bless me with other things, mm-hmm. but I want to pass this along. And did you find, I, I don't know, because I know teenagers sometimes are mm. like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to give that away. That's my favorite dress. That's my favorite whatever. I mean, did you, was it hard for you to say, I want to, mm, like, like, was it a tug of war? Like, yes, no, yes, no. Should I give it? Should I not <laughs> give it? Or was it really easy for you just to say, here, I'm going to donate this because I know somebody needs it? At first, <laughs> at first, it was really hard. Really? Just because... I love clothes, I love shoes, and even if I don't wear it, I just liked keeping it. But then we had an experience with this girl, she came to our house, and she didn't have any clothes. Was she a friend of yours? or just No, it was just someone or? my mom met. Oh, okay. And I just, I don't know, something in me was just telling me like, she needs clothes, she needs shoes, and I had two sandals that were the same. So she didn't tell you, you just felt something yes, she that, didn't tell that me. you were, okay, so the spirit was kind yes. of revealing certain things to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I had two sandals that were exactly the same, and <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want to give it away, but then the other side was like, you don't really need two of the same pair of sandals, so you can give them to her. So I was like, you know what, I just got them, I put them aside. And then I had this dress that my aunt gifted me, and I never wore it. And I just kept it because it was so pretty. But then I was like, you know what? Let me just put this aside. And I was just looking for little things. I even gave her a purse. So I gave her a dress. I gave her sandals and a purse just so she can feel like. You made her feel like yeah. she's, she's a person. And I like yeah. how people feel that, you know, I'm going through what I'm going through. I don't even feel like a person. Mm-hmm. 
but God put that in your heart. And, and I mean, it was hard, right? Because you were wrestling with it. Like, yes. uh, yeah, I get it. I know my wife's the same way. It's like, we need to get rid of a lot. It's like, no, no. It, it has sentimental value. And I'm like, yeah, but you haven't worn it like in 20 years. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. I, I mean, I guess for girls, it's maybe a little bit more, it's harder because it's like, no, especially with shoes. Cause I don't know what the thing is. A lot of, a lot of girls need a lot of shoes because a lot of people, oh, because every outfit. And I'm like, Okay, I guess. You just I mean, want to match every outfit with every Yeah, shirt. and that's what she says. Well, I don't have... She buys a dress, and then she says, well, I need shoes to go with it. And I say, you got a lot of shoes there. And I go, well, but they don't match. <laughs> that's how I kind of... Like, okay, yes. it's a girl thing. I don't know, but that's fine if that's what you're telling me. But, man, I, I really commend you on that because I know, like you said, it's probably hard for you to give away something that you really value or you hold on to, mm-hmm. especially when they didn't ask for it, but you felt in your heart that you really wanted to just be a blessing to this girl and you never know that could have changed her life forever yeah and i wasn't even talking to her she was talking to my mom and i was just standing there listening just hearing everything she was saying and that's what just something in me or like it was just like go to your room and just get her something so i was like okay it's gonna be hard for me but i'm gonna do it because i don't need all this clothes i can like for me i can go to the store i can go buy something and there's not a lot of people who can do that right so it's like let me just make her feel like just like she got special. something new yeah special you want to make her spe- mm-hmm. and that's what we you know that's what we're called to do and and i know as difficult as it is like i said for teenagers that's why i wanted to <laughs> you know be able to do this podcast because a lot of times you don't hear stories like that yeah you know yeah. uh youth don't get that opportunity to to voice out and say this is what i was really thinking or i did this and i know we don't do it because we want to draw attention to ourselves but i feel that you know sometimes can make an impact because other people are struggling with those things or, or like yeah i want to do this so i just and then they hear you or you hear a story like this and say wow yeah you know she did it why can't i do it so we, yeah. we want to influence other people to do something to to move or do things that god is calling them to do and that's what I, I believe. Like I said, this podcast, I want that to be that, to empower other other youth to be able to say, we can do it. And sometimes you just need that little push, right, to be able to do that. And I think by you being here, I think y'all are, y'all are making that impact somehow or another. But again, you know, the ministry, it is what it is, and it keeps growing. What else? I mean, I don't know. What else is it that you guys are would like to share with the listeners right now? Uh, I want to let you all know that if you feel like something's tugging in your heart and it's like just day after day and you're just not sure, you need to take the leap of faith and just just do it and God will work. So just um, be open-minded to new things, even if, even if it's something out of the ordinary because to get out of your comfort zone, God will help you to grow. That's what I feel like I've gone through in my path. This this small moment where all this has been happening. Yes. That you you, I mean, and and I hear what you're saying because a lot of times the comfort zone is really good. Yeah. Right. And I'm good here, but I'm like, if, unless you step out of that, it's it's going to be hard for you to grow because you're always like on a safe mode. Mm-hmm. And and you really and we really believe the scripture where it says you know we walk by faith and not by sight. That's that's really what it says, right? We got to move. We may not know how or may seem difficult or mm-hmm. it's going to feel hard, but we know that if God's by me, I mean, hey, he's going to watch out or take care of me. But it's stepping out of that, that comfort zone, right? Yeah. And is that what you've been experiencing that I've been doing that? And how has it worked for you? I mean, has it been difficult? Has it been easy? Has it what? Well, as a um, separated mother of two children, 
Yeah, it's been very difficult. Thankfully, I'm blessed to have my family around because, um, you know, you just sometimes you just need a friend or you just need company around you. But stepping out of my comfort zone as far as, you know, not zoning in on my own problems and remembering that people out there are really in need. And I'm so blessed to have everything, you know, like a roof over my head, food, somewhere to sleep. Those seem so minor, but especially with this pandemic, everyone has also, everyone should have also recognized that power and water <laughs> is so <laughs> neat. Like you need that so much. So just be grateful for what you have. Like we're in America and we just think that that's how it's supposed to be. And it's not like that. Granted, right? Yeah. 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 So I think it's really important to try to just be selfless. Um, you know, like maybe you got two tacos, but you could give somebody else a taco. Right. Um, just anything. Um, so that's that's what has helped me as far as stepping out of my comfort zone. Um, not just closing in on my own problems and going out there and just trying to put a smile on somebody else's face or let them know that there is hope, even though I don't have hope in myself. Um, and God will work. So you deal with those. I mean, let's be honest, right? I mean, we all go through things, but and you mentioned something i mean i don't know what how you comfortable you feel with it but mm -hmm. i know you said you're you're i think you're a single mom right now and mm -hmm. in the process of you know what's going on those are just added pressures on you yeah it is it is a lot of pressure but i've learned that i'm not alone i mean at first it was really hard but then you know as days went by, you can't just like drown in your tears. You can't do that because nobody's going to pull you out. God's there and you have to recognize that God's there because, I mean, he'll still, he'll, he's always there, mm -hmm. but you just need to pull it out of yourself and recognize that he's there and that is going to help you to grow. That's what I speak from my own experience right. that I, at some point, you know, we're not all perfect. We don't all have the perfect strength or all the answers that we want or want to admit that that God is greater because you don't have hope but once you learn to realize that I don't want to feel like this forever and you know it's just been so long and my kids are seeing me like this always asking why I'm crying and it's normal then you want change like you're gonna need you you're gonna desire change because um you have to look at yourself like you're taking care of yourself I read something about hold your own hand and pull yourself through it because God's here and it's just hard for us um, for many people because as Christians you walk by faith and not by sight like you said right mm -hmm. but others it's hard because and I mean even for me sometimes it's hard to go by that because it's, it's you hard don't. when you got it when you you say it it's very easy to somebody else right yes exactly but when you gotta do it yourself that's like oh man that's a whole different ballgame like now, <laughs> yeah. now I gotta walk my talk right <laughs> yeah yeah so that's one thing that I've learned a lot really got me out of my comfort zone because I'm like took a step back I'm like wait now I have to do it and it is it does it did it still makes me choke today but God will give you strength for what, what anything do you mean, what do you mean it makes you choke up is it is it like it makes you emotional or is it just kind of like uh, you're choking like choke. in a bad way or, or like choking <laughs> like I'm this is an emotional moment choke, for me you know yeah like, like choke like man this might be hard like um I'm looking forward to moving out of my mother's house and I've been there the past six months and now I got to like look at the world you know it's you know I got to take on the world now and I have two little girls and usually you have your spouse and 
well in my situation usually i'd have my spouse help me out and now that he's not there it's just a whole different ball game you just feel like all the weight on your shoulders but you have to acknowledge god and keep going and know that every day you wake up he's there and no matter what choice you choose to take as long as it's a good positive one um everything will be okay it was hard for me to accept that everything would be okay. Um, it took me so long, but because of what you were going through, yes, when, when, when because your of the relationship. separation, yeah, I felt so alone, and you know, like nothing was ever gonna work out, and I thought I'd never stop crying, and it was hard. And and you know, there there's again, I know there's youth sometimes that think, you know, what this is the love of my life, and mm-hmm. you know, you feel that this is it, it's forever, and all that, but. In reality, sometimes it's it may not be, and it's and it all comes down. How do you handle situations, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's going to be one thing like this, but as you grow older, you realize life happens, and if you're not prepared for life, if these things that come at you, like in your situation, maybe if you're not, because I'll be honest with you, I'm very encouraged by what I hear because I think you're you're like and look what you said, you know, you you rest both hands and it's kind of like hey i gotta pull myself out i mean god's there with you but a lot of times we think that okay god fix this and and god says no i need you to go through it or i need you to, mm-hmm. to figure out a, a way out i'm with right. you but i'm not gonna let anything bad happen but a lot of times it's like no we got to do it on our own that's what we're talking about earlier we got to move god's moving and yeah. and he says yeah but i got you don't worry about it but that's where our faith comes in because a lot of times we can talk about faith but unless we go through these things, you know, like like I showed you the gym, you know, earlier, and there's weights in there, right? And so a lot of people they they want to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Like mm-hmm. with these big muscles. Mm-hmm. But how do you get there? You know, it's not like just going and looking at the gym, right? You, you got to go every day, or you got to set a, some type of training to work out. And before you know, when you start, the weights are so heavy, but you're like, oh my god, I can't. But you got to keep pushing, right? You keep pushing back and like if you're doing a bench press and, and you told me you work out so you're familiar with a bench press, right? Mm-hmm. That it's heavy and you push back and the weight is pushing back down on you. And that's kind of like a life. Sometimes yeah. life pushes back on you, but you push back, not necessarily with our own strength, but with God's faith mm-hmm. and we push back, right? And what happens when you start doing that a lot? When you lift weights? You get stronger. You get what? Stronger. Okay, so mm-hmm. it doesn't make you weaker? Nope. So even though as hard as it is, right, as hard as it is and you're lifting the weight and you know that little by little, man, I'm, I don't feel weaker. I'm getting stronger. And before you know it, I'm like, man, I'm doing this. You know, I'm bench pressing 100. Mm-hmm. So why don't you add 25? Like, oh, wow. You know, it gets heavy for that moment, but you keep pushing and pushing. And that resistance, right, that resistance that's coming against you, like the weight's coming against your muscle, right? Because the resistance is right here. Mm-hmm. But it's it's making your muscle grow. It's the same thing with life, right, with with these things like what you're dealing with. It's hard, right? Mm-hmm. right? But you keep pushing back and, and not with your own strength, but God's faith in your life. And before you know it, it's like, okay, you know, I'm going to overcome this. And you get stronger by it. It doesn't make you weaker. It makes you stronger. And then the next problem that comes, like, it's like added more weight, but okay, I got this. I keep pushing back and I, I know I can overcome it. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that's the hard part, right? And getting to think like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, that's why it's important to like stay in God's word. And if you don't know what, where to start, like me, I would always um, explain to others, I don't know where to start in the Bible because I don't know what to read. And so I started going online and put like uh, Bible verses about like marriage or Bible verses about anger or stuff like that or commentaries. And um, that helped me a lot with that. Um, 
So God's word, yes, is very powerful, but you also do need to know how your opponent um, works. <laughs> because if not, then you'll be defeated. Like, yes, it's good. It's great to know all the good things because that's your reward, you know, for being obedient to God's word and his ways and not, um, you know, poking somebody's eye out for an eye, you know, mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. So that's also very important to learn. And, and you, you said something there that kind of stuck out at me it was like that <clears throat> knowing your opponent. I think you said knowing your opponent, right? It's like, yes. who's the opponent, yeah. right? The enemy. Yeah. And so you have to know how they operate. A lot of times, you know, I know the scripture says, you know, put on the whole ar uh, armor of God. Yes, we, we get prepared, but it's much more than that because the battle, a lot of times the battle is in the mind, right? It's just playground. That's, yeah, that's where he first hits you. So mm -hmm. you can have the outside armor, uh, which is good. Yeah, don't get me wrong. But a lot of times it's it's the strategy of how do I outsmart the enemy, right? He's been watching us forever. So, yeah, so he knows how you operate. Exactly. So you, you got to do it better than the enemy. You know, you got to figure out, because a lot of times I hear a lot of people, oh, we're getting hit left and right, and we're doing this. Like, yeah, but you've been in ministry like 10, 20 years, so you should be a little smarter than the enemy, right? At that point, you should be able to, like, outmaneuver the enemy. If if you see him throwing something or coming at you, you got to move mm -hmm. and, and and don't get hit. But a lot of times it's like, I'm, I, I keep hearing that. I get hit, I get hit. I'm like, well, you're doing something wrong because you're yeah. still getting hit, man. Get out of the way. Do something, <laughs> duck, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, but, but, yeah, I'm glad you think that way because it's, you know, even older people don't think that way and it's encouraging to know that there are young people that actually have some some wisdom because i feel that that's wisdom mm -hmm. uh that you think that way because it, it's going to equip you to do better in battle when it does happen because you know you're, you're gonna outmaneuver the the enemy mm -hmm. and take the victory i yeah. mean god's already given us a victory but a lot of times it's like we just kind of like don't hit me mm -hmm. and the enemy's like oh i got you now right? yeah uh, I got you now where I need you. And so we have to be smarter than the enemy. Yeah, and I pray for discernment. Right. So my mother has really, you know, she's always been like, well, I'll tell her my problem. She's like, mija, pray for discernment, wisdom, and knowledge. You're good. I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, but then how do I deal with these problems? Like, I don't understand. She's like, don't leave others just because you're going through like tough time like my sister like sometimes we don't get along sometimes but i'm not i'm not going to stay at hating her or being angry with her so just learn the discernment i mean pray for discernment and realize that it's not you arguing or having a disagreement with that person it's a spirit that's in them and that's a big thing that um, i've learned from my mother about god um and and how to handle situations and it's really helped me a lot because people are in a battle within themselves mm -hmm. and sometimes they want to be a better person but they don't know how right so you know pray for them show them love um and and god will do the rest right you can't force p people to act a certain way you can't get angry because they're not acting how you want them to act you have to just love people for who they are and show them just show them love Right. The scripture says love covers over a multitude of sins. A lot of times we're like, yeah, I don't want to. I say, well, I know you don't want to, but God says we should. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you're obedient to God, again, it's like when we, we, we don't do something, you know, often it's hard, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, you, have you all ridden bikes before? Do you know how to ride bikes? Yes. You, you do? Okay. Mm -hmm. So tell, tell me this, Liz, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Make sure you're right. Liz, when you first got on the bike, did you like take off, you know, like pedaling and popping wheels and all that? No, I fell. You what? I fell. You fell. Okay. 
Did you fall one time or a couple of times? A couple of times. Okay, right, because it's not easy, right? Because we've never done it before. Mm-hmm. And so we get on there and we're like, Ugh, and then all of a sudden we fall. It's the same thing with faith, right? If we don't exercise it enough, if we don't get on it enough and, and really put it into effect, it, every time something happens, it's hard because we're not used to it. And so I, I always remember that it's kind of like a bike. If, if we don't get it on it enough, then um, we're going to have issues or we're going to fall. Because once you get on it and, and you learn it, right, you just, you don't even think about it, right? You just get on and take off. Mm-hmm. So they should be that way where it's like, should become automatic where like, I do it so much that yeah, you know, I may, I may run into a pothole or something, but no biggie, you know, I get up and keep going. But that's the same thing with, with faith, exercising the faith, because if we don't do it enough, that's going to be a problem because it's not yeah. something that we're used to. Yeah. And so, Liz, where are you at right now? What do you see yourself doing? I know you're just 18, so I know when I was 18, I was like, where, where, where am I going? What am I doing, right? Straight out of high school, not knowing exactly where life was going. I mean, I didn't really, to be honest with you, I didn't have goals. I was just like, okay, here I am. Let's see what happens. I'm Let's 25, see. and I still feel lost. I, I don't feel, I feel like at no age is it that you should have it all figured out. Yeah, it's like, always a process. Of yeah, learning. like God will, you know. <laughs> he'll, well, no, he'll put things into place. But again, he, he wants us to make sure, say, you plan things. Uh-huh. I mean, I'll make your plans work, but you got to plan it. Because again, you know, God's not going to force things on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what do you, I mean, being at, at 18 right now. And I remember I was in, I mean, I was practically born in church, right? So I've been in okay. ministry all my life. So, but I didn't have a clue really as to when I was that age, what I wanted to do. But you being involved with this ministry, I mean, what do you see yourself? Do you feel like, you know, I want to be part of this to make it bigger? Or or do I see myself starting maybe my own ministry? Because I don't know, what do you like to do? I mean, is this what you like to do? Or or do you love to do something that you really think that God has put in your heart? Um, yes, this is something I like doing. Yeah? Yeah. Um. I mean, is it something that for right now, your attention is on this ministry? Or, and I'll ask this sometimes to youth because they really do have something that they want to do, but for some reason or another, it's like, well, I really kind of want to do this, but they're kind of hesitant because they think, well, people will think, what are you going to do that for? You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I said, I'm just curious because I know, like I said, you're young, you're, you have your whole life ahead of you, and I don't know what it is that God may be calling you to do. Or if you have a favorite thing or a hobby you like to do that, you know, you could utilize for ministry. Well, right now, um, this is like, I want to be focused with my mom's ministry, uh-huh. like help her out. But I do, I've even told her, like when I'm older, or mm-hmm. like when I already have everything together, because how you said I'm just 18, I wanna um, I wanna open up a building and um, for homeless people or like just for people who don't get all the meals every day that they usually like that we should be getting. I wanna be able to just like a drop-in center or something. Yeah, like that? where they can come pick up food and like just so they can be fed. Right. Just because just seeing so much people like ever since I've been helping my mom, just seeing so much people in need for things or even just have clothes there also just things that people need in a like that we all need i just want to be able to help them and be able to have a building that they can come and just drop by and just like ask for something or like they can even if they want to do something they can even help out we can have them come in and like pass out clothes or just like something so they won't feel like they're they have no purpose in this sure. in in their life you know right. i just want it just it just to me i just want everyone i just want them to know that they have a purpose in right. in their life i want them to be able to do something and make them feel happy for themselves or 
Um, I don't know. I yeah, just, that's yeah. yeah, that's a big that's a big undertaking, <laughs> and I see that happening because of your heart. I mean, because of you want to. It's not like well, me, 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 me. It's what I want to do for others, mm-hmm. and that's what we've been called to do, right? The scripture says, "I've come to serve, not to be served." And a lot of times, people think, "Well, no, it's what can you do for me?" It's like, no, that's not what Jesus came to do. It says, mm-hmm. "What can I do for you?" And I think listening to that, I believe that will happen. I think you, you're already on the right track that, you know, that's you're in preparation for that because it is hard. I mean, it's yeah. a lot of labor. And a lot of people think, oh, I want to do this and I want to do this ministry. And then they realize, oh, man, it's work. Mm. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, it ain't going to happen by itself. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm, I'm very encouraged by what I hear. But right before I close right now, what 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 is it that maybe you would like to share with some of the youth that are listening? I mean, I don't know. I mean, you want to encourage them or just say, hey, you know, don't don't give up or whatever. Something to live them in a in a positive or encouraging way. Just listen to what your heart says, mm-hmm. because like me. I have so many thoughts of things I want to do or like before how I've been wanting to f- um, help feed like the homeless mm-hmm. or just people who want food. Just just talk about it. To, just talk to it. Just talk about it to someone and just do it. Just because. Yeah, like be open minded to st- try something new. Yeah, just don't hold it in. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. because maybe what you're trying to do is good. Right. And especially if it's helping like just ministries or helping people like just don't hold back because I've always wanted to do it, but I never said nothing because I don't like just saying things. Because and she was then, like the youngest, so she kind of was like... You felt you didn't have a voice or they yeah. wouldn't like, take you serious? They're, I thought they'd just be like, okay, or like, just not be part of it since I'm still like young. Yeah. But ever since I just like, even when me telling my mom, I want to do it, like I want to help you. I want to, I like helping others. It just like, it now it's my, what I do now. That's you know, doing, right? yeah, but, but and, and I get it, and that's why a lot of youth that's why when I was talking to you, I was like, What do you guys want to talk mm. about? Because I think other youth need to hear this, you know, because they're, they're thinking inside, but they never voice it out, yeah. And I think by you being able to say, Yeah, you know, just do it or go talk to someone, or, or maybe they can talk to you. I mean, can they reach out to you? Maybe somebody's listening and say, Maybe I can come help and serve with you guys. I mean, you are you all looking for help or? Yes, yes. we are looking okay. for help. It's we just can me, take... Liz, and my mom. Uh, and there's so much things, yeah. li- like how you said lifting or mm-hmm. just like making bags or just helping us with so many things that a lot of people can come and help out with. Help out with. Yes. Yeah. So is there maybe a phone number, somebody they can reach or saying, hey, I want to help. Uh, where can we do or what can we, you know, be able to connect with you guys? I mean, this is open for everyone, of course, but yes. because we are, you know, targeting the youth, maybe the youth <clears throat> are, are where you're at. Like you were saying, hey, I wanted to do this, but I never was able to say it out. And right now, maybe this is your opportunity. Maybe God's opening the door and saying, here it is. What are you going to do now? The ball's on your court, right? Are you mm-hmm. going to take advantage of this? So if they're listening, where could they maybe reach you to get more information about um, your ministry? How you said, um, it's like for anyone who's listening, mm-hmm. maybe like, we can we have my mom's number they can contact her but how you said the youth i know so many people are like oh i don't want to text because text them because they're so much older it's like weird because that's how i feel and since it's like youth and i'm 18 like Mm -hmm. there's so many adults yeah well both of us me or my sister Mm -hmm. she's like 25 anyone who wants to reach out to our phones also and like text us we can also like get in contact with them just because from my like from me, I understand 
not wanting to text someone else. I'm sure. like, yeah, oh no, you're, yeah, I'm very <laughs> shy. I'm like, no, sure. she's like older. I don't want to text them. But I feel like if it's someone around like our age, they'll be okay. like, oh, I want to text you, or right. I feel more comfortable texting. Sure. And like, yeah, so and again, like I said, this is for youth that are out there that yes. maybe you, um, like we were talking about, take the focus off yourself and put it on somebody else and you'll realize how much better you feel or how blessed you will be. And this yeah. is maybe God giving you the opportunity to do that. Where could they reach you? Which which number could they text? or? Well, for me, um, Liz, y'all can reach me at 979-329-0855. Okay. Yeah, just remember that you have to meet no qualifications, just your hands and your heart and a willing heart yeah you know and and be a little that's strong it. because it's just a little <laughs> yeah the stronger the better we can help each other yeah um, no, you guys working as a team it helps mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. we do look forward to hearing okay you have something else to add or? yes and yeah. um also my mom's number okay her name's maria y'all can reach her at 210-749-7218 okay and also, if you have anything to donate as far as, you know, maybe you're you're trying to get rid of very good clothes, right? Not, mm-hmm. Don't don't be giving mm-hmm. clothes that you wouldn't wear, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, like, oh, I wouldn't wear that, so why are you giving it? Yes. You know, mm-hmm. so if you have fairly new clothes or some clothes that have tags, right, that mm-hmm. are brand new, you want to give out, definitely, you know, contact them. And, uh, again, if you want to volunteer, please, you know, reach out to them. I think this is a great opportunity uh, for you or, or maybe a youth group or anybody really just to make a difference in somebody's life, you know, because believe me, when you when you interact with these people, you'll feel that, you know, you are blessed in so many different ways because a lot of times we think like, man, I got it bad and I got it this and I'm like, mm, there's always somebody worse than you are. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is a great opportunity. So anything else you want to add? We're good. Yeah, sounds mm-hmm. good. Well, Felicia and Liz, thank you so much for joining us. I know it's it, it's been our first one, but this is where we're about. We want to make an impact, especially, like I said, with the youth and being able for the youth to come on board and, and let them uh, share what's in their hearts or, you know, like what you guys are doing. I think it's awesome. I hope it encourages somebody. Again, if you need information, you can contact them at those numbers. And we will be back here again. And I don't know who our next guest will be, but stay in touch. Uh, please subscribe to our podcast because... Uh, Again, like I said, this is our first episode and we wanted to be able to go out there and and make an impact on the youth are listening. And I know there'll be some adults as well, but uh, adults, if you want to, you know, sponsor or help, we definitely encourage you to reach out to us. Uh, You can contact me directly at area code 210-550-1966. Thank you and we will be back. God bless and take care. We hope you enjoyed our Youth 412 Connection podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast. If you are a youth or know of a youth that would like to be a guest on our podcast, or if you would like to sponsor this podcast or donate to Youth 412 Connection, you can call or text us at 210-550-1966. Or you can leave a comment on our Facebook page at Youth 412 Connection or email us at youth412connection at gmail.com. Thank you.